there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. At IKEA, your dream home is a blue bag away. No matter the size of your space or budget, we've got everything you need to turn your dreams into reality. And now with new lower prices on hundreds of our most popular products, bringing the dream home is even easier. Like the gray strandum wing chair, was $369, now $299. And the IKEA Plus 365 nine-piece cookware set was $129.99, now $89.99. And hundreds more. Shop new lower prices at ikea-usa.com today. The most exciting part of a vacation stay at a home rental? Easy. It's being greeted upon arrival with a rusted lockbox affixed to the underside of a stranger's condo. Yeah, you simply twist knobs, click gears, jiggle it, and then rip it off its moorings, and voila! Your prize is a key to a questionable home rental and maybe tetanus. When you just want to get your vacation started by actually getting into your room, it matters where you stay. At Hilton, we deliver your key right to your phone on the Hilton Honors app. Hilton for the stay. Welcome back to Spidey's 16th Minute. Thank you for joining us. Our clock is ticking. We are in overtime and we are excited for our guests that we're having on today. We have Jax Taylor from Vanderpump Rules. We'll get into that later. But first, Spencer and I are going to catch up and what has been happening in the Emmys last night. Did you watch the Emmys? Oh my God. Heidi is just flying off her pre-workout here (laughs) without a workout. Um, I watched the Emmys on social media which is about as interesting as that event can be for me. You know, I looked, even fashion's not even interesting to, lately. I'm just like, you know, actually Suki uh, Patterson, Patterson, I don't know if they're officially married, but Suki Waterhouse, I enjoyed her pregnancy red dress. It was very, um, it's a good way of using the baby bump. And it was, I was like, this girl is not giving it up for a day. I loved it. This woman, excuse me, there was a scene and, you know, I was doing my homework for our upcoming podcast. And just like Heidi always says to me that we have women that work at Prada, you can't say girls. And there's a scene in the Hefner Playboy doc because we have Crystal Hefner next week. So I'm watching and doing my homework. And this lady goes, they're not girls. We're women. And he's like, oh, they're all girls. And she's like, would you like me calling you boy? And I was like, ooh. So yes, that woman wore a great dress, that mother. But I was like, Heidi would have got you too, Hugh. Don't play. <laughs> um, yeah, the Emmys are boring. Football is great. Taylor Swift's boyfriend's brother uh, lost, which... It was very sad because now that I'm like very invested in this fa- the Kelsey family, he's a great dad and husband and just a good honorable fellow and a podcaster. So you know, I was sad for him that he had to retire on that uh, terrible loss. I enjoyed the most about football that it was Alex Earl's boyfriend versus Taylor Swift's boyfriend, and they were both at the freaking game. And all I wanted to see was both of their TikToks and like social media and what they were wearing. I didn't, you know, see as much from Taylor, but I did see Alex Earl's, and I loved. Okay, what is she strategically going to do? Wearing whatever, going there, knowing she's up against Taylor Swift. There, that was great. I 
part of me, you know, like I want to say during like Miss Americana docu era, Taylor was did more content. There was more BTS. Like in a perfect world, I know she doesn't need it. I wanted to see like Taylor in her Kelsey little jacket and Alex in her Barrios jacket. I wanted to like see a snowball fight like before the like game and do a TikTok and you know, obviously she doesn't need it, but I just feel like you're already everywhere. Why wouldn't you do a TikTok with the most viral TikTok star? Like it felt like a missed opportunity, mm. but I don't know if you saw Alex Earl wore like Era's friendship ba- bracelets. It was like beat Taylor and like, oh, you know, like thin air. Like it was no, I, good, little, nope. good little drama. I did not see that. That is pretty funny. I wonder if Taylor Swift knows who Alex Earl is. I feel like Taylor Swift is so well informed. <laughs> On the world, I would think she does, but maybe not. Taylor Swift knows anyone that gets more than a million views on any platform. Yeah, I'd be curious. She literally is in comment sections on like any viral video. But is that her or is that her team? It's her. Okay. Uh, you know, she texted me and told okay. me it was her, obviously. <laughs> okay. I, mean, I know. She's Captain everywhere. <laughs> she's everywhere. Okay. 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 She's no. the source and code. Taylor too. Okay. No. Um, yeah. If we ever have a podcast without Taylor, I'll be so shocked. Well, um, we're this all leading up to have her on as a guest. Like that's going to be our big deal. Yeah, gift. totally. I'm working on that. All right. Keep, you are a great manifestor. I she's going on so. Travis's podcast. Like, oh, new heights. Like, no. Um, yeah, so football was great. Everything is great. Really? It sounded so authentic. (laughs) Um, so funny. We are looking for new songs for Heidi's music and this famous songwriter sent us one and and the song is, uh, you know, not to give it away. Oh, maybe I'll just say it. The hook is like hot while I'm crying. And it's so on brand for Heidi because Heidi, I've never met someone who cries more than Heidi. And you should have a song <laughs> about crying. I cry when I'm happy also. So he does not just mean tears yeah, of just, sadness. Just, yeah, I'm just an you, emotional person. Okay. I just wonder where all that <laughs> like fluid comes from. So you know what? Actually, it's really healthy to cry. And there was a short period of my life where I wasn't, I was trying so hard not to cry in like middle school or something. And then my counselor said, you know, I actually had an eye problem because I held back my tears and they weren't lubricated enough. So if you're a crier, that's really good for you. Also, Tell something why interesting. you're crying all the time. It's like kind of, what, what are some of the things when you cry this weekend? Um, no, because I'll start crying. Okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey, you know, it's just life. Well, one of our, we're, oh, oh, we're sorry, losing. Change the subject. Okay. Oh my God. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Okay. We have a lot going on. <laughs> also, I'm worried that I did something to one of my implants. That's a little intense. I didn't cry about that, but I'm just frustrated about that. Um, also, and more exciting <laughs> news, I think that um, we'll see, but I have been offered a possible Christmas role as a movie star. Guess what? She gets two <laughs> love interests, not just one. So that's exciting. Hopefully, yeah. you know, they're very, you know, good looking and strong for you, you know. So we'll we'll see what that means and we'll see what the She's, check is if it's a real route that we'll have to go down. Sounded and, pretty real. It sounded pretty real. So we'll see, right? 
Yeah, it's actually know. something she's manifested because she's I, like. I always want to be in a Christmas movie, yeah, but and Chris, two and love like, interests was not every it. Every Christmas movie, there's at least two love interests. That's standard protocol for, I've watched everyone you watch. But that's for the main character. I didn't know I'd be the oh, main yeah. character. You didn't think you were manifesting <laughs> I mean, I main, main character uh, energy yeah. for sure, but I definitely oh thought I'd gosh. be start off as like a low-bop side trip. two guys I have to go up with. Oh my gosh. I don't know though. It's yeah. a very conflicting Yeah, sure. Just like feeling. an outlander called you, <laughs> you would really <laughs> debate on that one too. I would um, So that's yeah. exciting. Have we Let told everyone see. we're going to China? I don't know. No. So, you know, we were talking about going to China. Well, we had a meeting with the head of global global operations at TikTok. Shout out, Jason. And, you know, he was talking about China and this. And I said to him, you know, Heidi, and I pulled up her numbers, like 20 million streams a day, 2 billion, da-da-da-da. You know, Heidi's famous in China. You should probably fly us to TikTok headquarters in China, ByteDance HQ, and we could go do videos with Chinese influencers. And he was like, that's actually on the agenda. We were looking for creators that wanted to do that. You guys would go. I was like, first class tickets. (laughs) Yes, we will. And he said, that wouldn't be a problem. When would you like to go? And I said, get those soup dumplings ready because we are ready to go. But we are trying to wait for the show. Like we want to do it on the show. And if not, we'll do a docu-series. The show that we are going out to pitch coming up this we few, have next show, few weeks. You know, and our manager says 20% odds we, <laughs> we are going to sell it. So, okay. Um, even if we don't sell our show, you know, that wouldn't have been meant to be. We will do a documentary of us going to China because, you know, Spidey on the Great Wall. He was saying there's four major cities in mm-hmm. China that have huge like Douyin, like HQs, whatever, but. And he would fly us to each one. So he's like, we'll do fully paid for, big budget trip. Big bud player. player. And we're trying to decide if we bring the kids. I think we got to bring Gunner. Gunner would love China. You cannot leave Riker and bring Gunner. Riker would freak out. I wouldn't even leave Gunner at that age. And the only reason I would possibly leave Gunner or Riker for a few days is because he would have Gunner and be there and be helpful. But... We're either taking both kids or no kids. I'll take both of them. That would be really crazy. It's a 12-hour difference. That's the only thing, too. If it was like five, but like 12, that's... What's the difference? The baby does not sleep or nap anymore. That's just one day. It was a long day. It's just today. That's the first day that's ever happened. (laughs) Might as well go tonight. So maybe we won't bring the kids. But we're going to China. That's really exciting. You know, I'm going to go... Maybe they'll go to the iPhone factory, get the new fresh iPhone 16 off the line. Also, we'll be working. I don't want our kids in a foreign country without us. I mean, I know we'd have our bodyguard there with them. Oh, but yeah, like... a bodyguard. <laughs> you tell them, honey. <laughs> bodyguard. <laughs> um, so that's really fun. Um, and they also pretty much TikTok shop believes that like we're going to be one of the most successful live commerce brands and mm-hmm. you know, i told him we need to be millionaires by august and he didn't blink an eye he was like no biggie he said it's like, possible so you know that'll be fun i'm definitely gonna eat more burritos more budget you know um so there's china heidi has two new boyfriends oh my um, gosh spencer what else but how would you feel about that would like 
That would be... I'd be excited for you because this has been your dream since I've met you. To be in a Christmas movie. <laughs> to be in a Christmas movie. <laughs> and I've watched every one of them. And I always... It's the same storyline. So You have not watched every one of them. With I my surgery sat, this year, I literally... That's all I did. I watched like I've five I've sat movies. through five million Christmas You've heard. Movies. You've probably I've heard seen the, the screen. I've seen <laughs> the dates. Okay. Um, oh so that... Uh, I am got offered to do that one reality show. I don't know, I think it's secret. Two. Well, no, the one's a maybe. The one I actually got, a, I think I want to do. But I think you have to do that oh, yeah. one. Well, what if, how am I going to do that if you're on set of a movie? I'd bring the boys with me. Well, uh, We're work. just working parents. You're just yeah, figuring at, this out. Yeah, We're successful 16th minute. Look yeah, at us go. Big year. Hustle. We're making money this year. We're going to be successful this year. This is the year for abundance and greatness. Everybody out there, believe it. We're doing it. She Actually, spends do one, it hour, one hour with the situation and she's completely. <laughs> the inspiration. Uh, she's the inspiration. Uh, oh, make sure you vote. The situation is nominated for. Uh, like reality star of the year, which is great. wow. Yeah, and then uh, I got a call. You know, some people are you know think this is a little risky, but I you know think it's a good move to be a movie star. Also, like Heidi's going to be a streaming star. You know, it's like Netflix. Mine will probably <laughs> be in like released in theaters. So, Mr. <sighs> Franco called me. We have a meeting with our producer on the 29th. Alex Baskin is going to produce our film. So that's exciting. Um, well, you know, <laughs> what were you going to say? Mine already has like a script and mine is like a an offer. Mine has a treatment. Yours like, you know, going to happen. I haven't seen after. your script. I just heard you had two boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> mine has two boyfriends. <laughs> oh, why are you so funny? How do you start doing air squats the second she gets yeah, off the okay. line with the producer? Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's get ready. I'm so excited for Jax to come in. I saw him, what, like six months ago at a soccer game is the last time I saw him. And I think that's the first time I met him. Have you ever met Jax? I don't want to say no because I have a terrible memory. Oh, House of Villains. You just... No, he wasn't there. He'd already been eliminated. Oh, okay. So I feel like we've seen him out somewhere. I don't know. Like, they're they're after us. They, they got to... I yeah, they got to study time. us, watch it. I mean, I don't think they need any studying. This I don't scene. either. I think they were like the Jersey Shore oh, coming Ariana on. Ariana is nominated for Reality Star of the Year awards. So, Shocking! So there Just you go. Shocked on that one, and she's totally going to win. Um, other big news. Um, That's it. That's great news. Let's oh, bring to on. clear it up, somebody messaged me from the last podcast. They're like, "Are you and Heidi like not Selena Gomez fans?" We were just entertained the idea of the whole story, which is now, Selena said, was not true if we're to believe her. She says that she was telling Taylor about her other friend. It's none of anyone's businesses. They're like hooked up with whoever, if we believe that one bit. But no, as I wrote back to this person in my DM, if you're listening, I wrote, I think, paraphrase it, I love all famous people. So <laughs> I have nothing against Selena. And I'm not like a big fan you're not a person. not like not i'm just a spencer fan 
you know, that's wow. number one. Wow. Number one. You have a, you, and I have kids and I don't. You are a Jessica like, Simpson stan. Oh, I do love Jessica yeah, Simpson. And you were a big Britney one until So when I recently. had time back in the day when I was a young girl. I was a fan. Okay, let's bring on Jax. Bring him on. Like, pop out. Let's do it. Okay, here he is. <laughs> <laughs> If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. We are so excited to have Mr. Jax Taylor here. Welcome. How are you guys? Thank How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Yes, thank you. It's been you. a long time we've been trying to make this happen. I'm finally glad that we get to do it. Absolutely. Are... I love your hat. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You guys got to come and check out the new place. I was going to say, is that the bar? That's the new bar. Yeah, we opened uh, uh, two months ago. Congratulations. Yep. It's, been a, it's been a really fun, uh, uh, well, it, fun, uh, that's it. Crazy word to use. It's been an interesting last six months. I'll say that. Um, I can't say that I am back on Vanderpump though. So I can say that. So what is it like being on Vanderpump? Is Lisa, like how much control does she have on it? Because I know you guys have had some kind of like conflicting. Her and I? Yeah, throughout um, time. Well, uh, I, I, to be honest, in the beginning, I think she... I mean, she's a producer on the show. Mm -hmm. So I think she has some say. It's always, it's very, like, we ask and some people, we get different answers from everybody. Nobody really knows what she what she has control of. I know it's obviously her show. She created it. But, you know, maybe in the beginning she did. Now it's been going on for so many years. I don't know how much total control she has. I honestly don't, don't really know. Um, I'm sure she has some say, but I don't think as much as people think. Yeah, you know I saying? feel like I, she kind of bowed out for a minute there. Like, she wasn't really filming much. At the end of the day, NBC's got the say right you know she can probably put her input in now again don't quote me on this but i think i think she can put her input in say hey this is what i think but at the end of the day nbc and bravo's gonna do what they want so it's kind of like filming with a cast member at the same time yeah yeah i was definitely very grateful that she uh put the show together though it was um it's been an interesting decade of my life that's for sure yeah how did you get cast for it what was that um, like you know so I was actually funny story. I was actually on my way out of uh, California. I was I was been here for a long time, and I was doing the the modeling, the acting, the bartending thing. And I was just about to hit thirty years old, and I'm like, I'm just done with this place. I was done with California. I'm done trying to. I was going to move back to Florida, be a firefighter, and just go on with the rest of my life. Um, I literally had my car packed up. Uh, I was just on my on the outs of my relationship with Stassi at the time. Literally, my truck was packed packed up. I didn't have much money in my bank account. And my dad was like, get your ass out of there. Here's some money. I'll can get home. Um, and then I was working at Sir uh, at the time because I needed a job because I was done with the modeling thing and I just need something just for, for income. So Stassi at the time when we were dating, she got me the job at, at Sir. So I was there for about a month. 
And I think Lisa just saw the dynamic of all of us in there. And it was just kind of like an incestuous friend group. It really was. And she's like, you know, she saw something and said, this could be a television show, which, yeah. So, uh, so she pitched me the pilot and she said, Hey Jax, I know you're getting ready to leave. I know you got things set. And I was like, yeah, I'm out the door. I put my two weeks in at sir. And, um, she's like, well, there's this pilot. I have an idea. Will you come and just test for it? I'm like, oh, I'm, I, at least I'm leaving. I, I go, I made promises to my family. I'm done. I'm done with California. I want to get the F out of here. I'm tired of this place. Um, so she's okay. Yeah, we can just go to this, this pilot. I'm like, okay, fine. I go, we go and read for it. I interview with the NDC and all that. And, uh, it goes really well. It goes, I didn't think anything of it. I've been doing things like this my whole life and, and getting commercials, then not getting things. And then, you know, this, this town's full of rejection. You know, you, you're going to do this. And I'm just, I was just tired of it. I was tired of the rejection. I was tired of being here. I was tired of the people. I just wanted to get out of here. And then I don't know what like, the fate or whatever, but the show got picked up and I had to make the phone call to my dad and be like, believe it or not, I got a television <laughs> show. I, I, my car's packed up. Literally I was sleeping in my truck and stuff at the time. And, um, yeah, the show got picked up and the rest is history, but it literally was, I was leaving town. I was done. I was literally, if it would have been like two weeks sooner or two weeks, yeah, two weeks sooner, I would have been gone. Wow. It, was, it would have never happened. Was Stasi happy that you now are staying or where is it? I think everybody, I was on the outs with that relationship and it was uh, so toxic and, um, we were toxic for each other. I'm not blaming her. I'm not blaming myself. We were just so toxic with each other and we were young, you know, living in Hollywood and just, you know, I was just being a stupid guy. Like, you know, just being no really care in the world and it really, I don't know. I was just an asshole. Um, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll definitely take majority of the blame for sure. Um, but it definitely takes two, but I'll definitely take a lot of the blame. Um, we were on the outs, but then when the show got picked up, they were saying, Hey, is there any way you guys can just hang on for a little bit? Mm. You know? And we weren't barely even talking to each other. It was just, it was hostile. As you guys, I don't know if you've seen the first episode, it wasn't good. So we were at each other's throats. What episode did you, was that that first season where you take off your shirt in that parking lot? I love that scene. Yeah. Yeah. I just, the, you know, my ego got a hold of me. Oh, that was a great and, scene. Um, Who is the guy you were? His name was Frank at the time. Oh. Yeah. Frank, his name was Frank. He, he went off the deep end, I think, too, a couple of years after that. But, uh, Yikes. um, yeah, his name was Frank. And it's just, it's just an ego guys being, you know, and yes, I didn't want to be with Stassi anymore, but I also didn't want any other guys to be with her either. You know, that was a great, and, scene. you know, and it's just, you see her being happy with somebody else and then I'm miserable and you know, you're on this show and it's getting so much hype. And I'm like, what can I do to make things even more interesting? And, and, um, yeah, if I was to redo that, I mean, it was iconic scene really was, it but, was legendary. Uh, it was yeah, it? there's so many times where I shake my head. I'm just kind of like, who the scenes. fuck was that? I'm sorry if I say that word, but <laughs> you who the hell was that person? Podcast. Adult podcast. Um, was it frustrating? Because I wasn't even on the show or part of the cast, and I was frustrated, and I don't want to say jealous, but watching the level of stardom that Scandival got when the one season, like, you're not involved, and it's like, this is, you know, the storyline had already been done. It's not like, you know, I don't... I feel like you maybe had been involved in cheating scandals in the past. Everybody and, on the cast. Okay. Has. So and, that's why I don't right. understand why, why this got as big as it did. Now, okay. I, I mean, it, it, thank God because no. it kept the show going. Yeah, Cause knows. I think the show was done. It was. Yeah, for sure. From what I heard. And again, from the grapevine, if that didn't happen, the show would have been done. No, I think it's the greatest thing ever for, yeah. you know, now. Boom. Oh, yeah. It's it, like I said, it's, 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 we've all benefited from it. Everybody in the world who's got podcasts, myself, anybody, we've all benefited from, benefited from Scandaball at some point in this whole Why thing. do you think it, 
people cared I, about this. Your guess any- is good as mine because I, I I get asked this question all the time. I don't get it because everybody on the show has cheated. Everybody, whether you believe me or not, everybody on the show has cheated. Everyone. So I, I don't know. Maybe it's because of it wasn't just a cheating thing. It was a an conspiracy. Affair. You know, it was a long thing that was going on. It wasn't just a you know like me where I cheated and I admitted it and went on and everybody else cheated. And it was just an, a long thing that went. I was an affair. You know, I think maybe that is the reason. I, I don't know. I honestly don't. I don't know what made it so. Maybe it was just the the timing. Maybe everybody was just so invested in it. I don't. Maybe there's nothing else going on in the world, and just that clicked. So that's what Alex Baskin said because we had him on the podcast, and yeah. we're like, we don't get it because everyone has cheated on that show. Right. It's been several storylines. They're not married. They don't have kids. Right. I mean, are they married? They no. weren't married, right? No. They don't have kids. No. Thank so God. Maybe it was that Raquel, you see it unfolding too. Like she's still there and they're having that conversation. They're staying together. But he did basically say there was nothing going on in pop culture. It was just the right time. It was the right timing. Because we didn't get it either. And I still am like, this was I still don't understand crazy. it. Crazy. Like I just, I, like I said, it, it baffles me. It's just, like I said, it's all about timing and just the way the world works and social media and pop culture and all that. I can, like I said, I think just the stars just aligned at the time. I, because I've done a lot of crazy things on that show and it never got, like this. I mean, I've gone through the ringer, you know, a lot and I well-deserved, but, uh, and I got a lot of heat many for many, many years on that show. Um, you know, the reunions were brutal for me for many, many, many years. I would get so much heat well-deserved, but it never, I don't, I don't know. So do you think that what also contributed to this storyline being so big is that Tom is prides himself in being like virtuous and kind of has a little bit of an ego about his own self and his relationships and kind of looks down on other people's. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Yeah, I think so. I think it's just the way he carries himself and it's, you know, became such a hypocrite because he's, he's said so many things, including myself always put me down now, like how this all happened. Everyone's like, aren't you glad this happened? It's like, he said all this stuff about you. And then he was doing this the whole time. And, you know, yeah, I got a lot of comments about that. A lot of people coming at me like, aren't you like, do you feel good about this? Do you feel like it was like, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, redeemed. redeemed. Redeemed or like, uh, do you want to go after yeah. him? And you'll see on the show what happens. But, um, you know, I could have, I could have went after him. But for what? The whole world went after him. What, what am I going to get out of that? And what is he going to get out of that? I, I had no, every, like I said, everybody's cheated on the show. Who am I to yell at somebody for cheating? I've done it. The problem I had, is how he handled it with Tom Schwartz. That's the problem I had because Tom Schwartz is also my best friend. And the situation was they just opened a bar and those two dumped all their money, all their money into that bar. Now, rule number one, when you start a business, especially if you're somewhat of a celebrity, you don't use your own money. Never use your own money when you're starting a business. Use other people's money. That way you can always walk away. They didn't decide to do that. They've never opened a bar before. They've never opened a restaurant before. They have no idea what they're doing. So, you know, this all happened he left Tom Schwartz here kind of to deal with all the public at his restaurant, the graffiti, people vandalizing, people going after the restaurant. Poor Tom Schwartz has to deal with this while Sandoval takes off and decides to go on tour with his garage band. So I had a hard time with that. I'm like, you're leaving your friend who, mind you, Tom Schwartz has a lot of things going on in his personal life with his family, his brothers, his mom, dad, he's got all that going on. Now he's getting all the public coming after him for something he didn't do that he was involved in. And his buddy who did this to him is not there saying, listen, we're going to get through this together. I'm sorry. I'm sorry this is happening. I know you're involved. He just decided to take off. So I had a problem with that. 
I just think as a man, you, you need to own up to what you did. Now, I've done a lot of fucked up things in my life, but I've owned everything I've done. Mm-hmm. I've done. I have. The fact that you can just own it up and apologize and say, listen, I screwed up. I made a mistake. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to fix it. It's going to be a rough road because there's just it, it's going to be a rough road, but I'm going to I'm going to fix this. I think that's what have been the, the man thing to do. But to run away and be a little bit of a coward. I just think, you know, you did this. You put your friend in this position, you know. Okay, yeah, you cheated. I don't care about the cheating part. It's just how you handle it afterwards. That's the problem I have. He did let Jack Osborne bloody up his nose, though. I don't know if you saw that. What? On Special Forces. Oh, I didn't watch it. <laughs> I didn't watch it. No. <laughs> okay. I don't even watch my own show. Speaking of that show, it's fascinating that I've never seen the the cheater benefit so much also publicly like yeah he had public backlash but he got casted on the mass singer he got casted on that special forces singer i don't think that's been you're speculating yeah he is yeah he was i thought he was they came out they exposed him i think it was on it was on yeah because i think my mother-in-law said something to me about it she's like yeah i saw him on the mass singer yeah i don't think they've had the reveals yet i think that was last season wasn't it chelsea i don't want yeah yeah, it was. I think it was. Okay, out. I just I don't want any problems with Matt Singer because I'm trying to get on it. You know okay, what I'm saying? Yeah, all right, all right. Well, we'll check that. But anyways, he was yes, cast he was on, on these shows, and still, yeah. so it's really interesting. I've never seen that happen. I wonder if they'll cast him for House of Villains. Yeah, I think he's too big time right now. That's he's special forces. Yeah, like, uh, I don't. I, I don't think he's turning down any money jobs right now. Are you surprised he hasn't had one successful song yet? Because. Well, no, I'm not even saying like, uh, I had a, the amount of money he's making for Vanderbilt, I will buy a hit song. You guys, are, you have to understand, it, it looks like they're making a lot, but the lot, it's just going right out the door. How so? Uh, I mean, they got, you got businesses and stuff like that. They got businesses um, that are struggling. They got businesses that are, a bar is just, a, it just, it drains you. It just drains you financially. And those guys like to spend, they got a lot of overhead. They got mortgages, they got cars, they got, mm-hmm. you know. And I think Sandoval, from what I remember, from again, he pays for everything in that house. Ariana doesn't pay anything. Well, that's why pay. she hasn't moved How out. How is she there? <laughs> exactly. And that's why people are going there. Like, why would you move out? She doesn't have to pay anything. Tom pays it all. Because it's not worth your life. Like, oh my gosh, if somebody just cheated on me. she's doing fine financially. <laughs> right. Bounce. Go get an apartment. Like, I just, I, that's crazy to me. That might be one of the craziest parts is hearing that they still Well, there's a lawsuit now, allegedly, I read. That that's because, yeah, I think because she just... They want to get rid of the house. So I think allegedly they're they're trying to do something. I think she's trying to push it through. I'm not quite sure. Again, I try to stay away from that. But um, I, I personally, for your mental health. Right. You know, um, but I think they're, they're in a good rate. If you want to financially, I think they're, they got a good rate on that house. Uh, their mortgage is on a good rate. So for them to leave right now, it's a bad time to, you know. The housing market's really shitty right now. But. Do you think it's for the show? Like, do you think they're like, okay, it's more entertaining and have kind of a mutual agreement? I, I think it's done. How can anybody still be talking about this? It is so, isn't everybody done with this? I, mean, I you never beat a dead, I've I never know. seen a horse being beat to death so bad. Like we, we, we talked about it. It's over. He cheated. So has everybody else in the world. Move on. Who cares? Well, well, I think with a new she's trailer. benefited more than anybody from this. Oh, it's mind-boggling. Uh, she should have paid him to cheat <laughs> exactly, on him. Exactly. Exactly. Oh realistically, I mean, she literally helped her become like a Dancing with the Stars almost champion. Uh, of the cast, like we just had the situation on, and we feel like the success of Jersey Shore, you know, at the end of the day, they all fight and they're this family. Like, do you actually like any besides Tom? Like, do you the Tom Schwartz? Yeah. Like, do you like these people? Like, I don't didn't like any of the Hills cast. And I, you know, stepped up to try to like make a TV show. But I would imagine if you like the people, it would be so much more fun 
And like, like when we did Celebrity Big Brother, the second round, we loved the cast. It was like fun to be fighting and being with people you, but like. Let me ask you this. When you guys started The Hills, were you guys casted or were you guys already friends? It was the four girls. So they were already friends. No, so just Lauren and I were friends. Okay. And then we met Whitney, we met Adrena, and the guys would come and go. So it wasn't like the underpump rules. It was That's about, why the about show is four successful. girls. That is why the show is successful. And I get asked this question a lot of time, and I do talks about this. Why is Vanderpump Rules so successful? Because they found a group that was already friends. We were already friends. We've all been friends for a very, very long time. Tom Sandoval and I have known each other for 20 years almost going on 25 years. We lived together in Miami. We lived together in New York. We were modeling together. Um, you know, and I moved here. I was friends. I met Kristen and started, met, then I met Stassi through Kristen. We were all friends way before. So the show was already there. It wasn't like, okay, Danny, we need you to make out with Susie. Susie, we need you to fight with this guy. This guy, we need you to, it, that's so transparent. Mm-hmm. And I think people that are smart in reality TV nowadays, they can see right through that. And what, like I said, what's worked for our show is, is, We've all were friends first. So the cameras would literally just show up, turn them on and go. It was already all there. Whether the cameras were on or not, we were having all those arguments and fighting and together and sleeping with each other. That was all going to happen anyway. I mean, it's still happening even when the show's not airing because I'm still friends with all of them. You know, the only one I really don't talk to (laughs) is Katie. I talk to everybody. Is that because Katie and Tom just split? I'm just going to leave it at that. I just, I'm just not a fan. He was with Katie. Tom Schwartz. Tom Schwartz was with Katie. Yeah, they were for a long is, time, right? Is yeah. Katie music kills on social media. Yes. She's tight with Caitlin Bristow now. So I was wondering if Caitlin Bristow is going to join Vanderpump. You've been following that little, little um, what's it called when it's a, not a bromance? It's like not a too much. romance. I mean, when, when I was there, I didn't see her. And when I was filming, I didn't see her. And I was filming all the way up to the end, this, this new. So I don't, maybe she could be part of it. I don't. Did it feel good to be back? Like, F you all. You just like, did you feel like they let you... Like, is it like a team, like you got cut and you're back? Like, you know, you're like, you're like Baker Mayfield showing up and throwing touchdowns. I, I had, I was, I was like torn with it a little bit. My first episode going back, I was excited. It was, I mean, it was amped up. You'll see um, the first scene. It's pretty intense. Um, <laughs> it's right, like right off the get go. I mean, we're at Tom Tom, I think. I don't know how much I can say this. I'm going to get in trouble, but um, it was intense, but I was torn with it. Like I, you know, there was times where I was happy and there was times it was like, I'm past this. I just, it's still very catty, you know, it's like, and I felt like I moved on. I'm married. I have a child. I just felt like that part of my life, the bickering and all this, I just, it's just anxiety driven, you know? And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, not being on the show for the couple of years, I kind of just realized like, man, I just, and then going back to that, I was like, Oh, I don't know if I want to be part of that anymore because I, I've kind of gotten rid of that, you know, the, the arguing, the fighting and the yelling and the screaming and the cheating and the staying out I, I just didn't know if i can do that anymore you know how did britney feel is she part of it um she was mixed with it i was i'm not gonna lie i was really happy in the beginning when i would then go back i was like thank god all right i'm done you know because my wife and i we never really experienced each other off of reality tv we met mm-hmm. on the show you know so you know and but the problem was is you know i stopped the show the pandemic happened my wife was pregnant bills are still coming in i'm like shit what am i gonna do like what am i gonna do like am i gonna be okay unfortunately we were fine but in my head, I'm always thinking like, I need to plan A, B, C, and D in case I need an out somewhere. Um, so I was struggling with that. So, you know, like I said, for the first six to eight months, I was okay with it. Then I went into a little bit of a funk and I went into a little depressed. I'm like, man, maybe I made the wrong mistake. Um, you know, it, yeah, it took a toll on myself. It took a toll on my marriage. Um, you know, I went into a, just a deep funk, a depression. Like I wasn't sure what I was going to do because the show was my life, you know? And I really didn't have, at that time, I really didn't have anything else going, just the show. And, um, 
yeah, I went into a really, really big funk and I took it out on, on my wife. I took it out on my family. Um, it was tough. It was tough. You know, you think you're on this hill for so long and then all of a sudden, see you later and no calls from the network. I mean, I gave my life to that network. I gave my life, my soul. I sold my soul to that network and they were my family. And, you know, I, and just, then it was just kind of like, okay, see you later. Bethany Frankel didn't call you? <laughs> Nobody called me. <laughs> Nobody. Um, how did you get out of that? I thought, you know what? I got to stop feeling sorry for myself. It's been a while. I finally getting out of the funk of not being on that show. I have some other projects coming up. House of Villains comes up. Uh, you know, things are starting to pop up again. Cause I wasn't like, nobody was talking to me for like a year. year and, and you're half. one of the top people on Cameo. And I'm one of the top people on Cameo. Congratulations. Yeah, Big that's, money. Yeah, oh, I, I that's hard to book freaking. I'm like, I got a Cameo. <laughs> you know? like, so I went through phases with it. It was just like, and again, thanks to Sandoval, it went crazy. It went nuts. Do a lot and of I think House of Villains talk smack too. about Sandoval in your Cameos? No, I don't do that. I oh, don't. I don't wow. talk smack. I just there's no reason to. I, but they usually they do the pair up. You ignore what they. I ask. just ignore. They say, "Hey, can you?" Yeah, they ask me all the time, oh, I'll and say I whatever. just I'll say whatever. <laughs> you just book me on cameo. Whatever you need me to say. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's there's been people ask me. I just won't do it. I just I feel like I got to take the higher road. That's I just nice. feel like I'm I'm a father now. Yeah. You know, my yeah. my son's gonna look up to me. He's already gonna see what's on the internet. That I can, there's nothing I can do about that. But I can change from as soon as he's born for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I just. I don't see anything positive of going after people. You no, know, I meant for like a hundred and nineteen. Oh no, I know, you know, I know. Like, but then you know what? Somebody records that and then it ends up on the internet somewhere. And you know, that's people do that. You know, they can, marketing, they can video then it. And then more people are going to be booking those cameos. I'm just saying. All right, no, back no, to the bar. Back to the bar. You got the bar. You got the finances so, for it. So I had a company, uh, a couple partners that own all the Roccos. There's Roccos. There's a bunch of them. Um, the pizza. We love Roccos. Roccos a bar. Like oh, the bar. Oh, they own Roccos. They own Heart. They own. What's the USC bar? The 90? Whoa. Yeah, they own that. So Dang. Um, my buddy came up to me and said, Hey, Jax, the my buddies who own all the Rockers franchise, they have this, you know, uh vacant area that they wanna they wanna do something with and they want you to be a part of it. So I was like, oh, oh, okay. So we sat down. Like I said, this is like right after House of Villains. This is stuff tough starting to come now. Start starting to come, I'm getting calls from networks, calls from shows. Like things are start, finally starting to come around. So the bar happens. Um and it was just a goal. I mean, what guy doesn't want to own a bar? The problem, the only thing I had, the issue with I had was, is like, I want my wife to be hundred percent involved as much as I do, because I just feel like bars are just t- terrible for marriages. Just mm-hmm. terrible. I've never met a guy that's had a successful marriage owning a bar. No, I've never have. So I was like, you know, the only way that this is going to work is if my wife's involved as much as, as I am. So the designing, the, you know, the payroll, the hiring, everything, she needs to be hundred percent involved or I can't do it because I just think I've always told the guys, even uh, Tom and Tom when they opening a bar, I'm like, this is going to destroy your marriage. I'm telling you, opening a bar is going to destroy your marriage. And sure enough, it did destroy both of them. Uh, but they didn't involve their significant others. They never involved them. And I think that was one of the problems. They, they should have involved Ariana and Katie if they wanted to keep their marriages. I think, I think that was part of it. My favorite part about your bar versus I, I never saw them doing it, but maybe I'm paying more attention to you. Like how active, like if you go to this bar, like the odds are you're going to see you. Like, yeah. I mean, you're not there every, but it's, you're there. I'm there enough, a lot. Like where I'm like, wow, this is Jax's bar. Like it feels so organic. It doesn't feel like you're just your names on. I'm like, dang, he's really up in there. I, you, you know, I got eating. blessed with this opportunity and, and I have such great partners and, and, you know, it's really a, a, a lottery ticket I just won. So, I, you know, I live five minutes away. Um, 
like I said, I'm always there. I'm usually there on Friday or Saturdays and definitely on Monday, especially during football. I'm always there. And I'm just happy that people are there. You can come and hang out. You know, odds are you'll see myself or Brittany or Kristen or somebody. Have, have you thought about leaving? Like some of these most successful TikTok lives I see are just like random restaurants or bars and they just have it like mount on the wall and it's just streaming. Have you thought of, I guess you have a show, maybe you can't. I mean, yeah. I, I just, I'm scared of what something might happen there. Like what if they, what something happens there and then I'm liable or something, somebody sees something or somebody oh, does something. Okay, you're right. I, no, I, I, like I love that out. idea, but I'm scared. That's why I don't do uh, Instagram live because I'm so mm -hmm. petrified. I'll say something or, you know, they'll see something in the back and I'll get in trouble. I'm so petrified of getting in trouble these days. I'm so scared. Does that make it harder for you now being back on reality TV to be so self-editing versus how you used to be? Yeah. Yeah, it does. It, it's, I'm, I just, I'm very, the old Jax just doesn't exist anymore. He just doesn't exist and it doesn't exist in today's world. And I don't think I was that bad of a person. I just think the world has changed so much that, you know, you can get in trouble for pretty much anything now. It's just a very scary time. So you just have to watch what you do. Even if I'm entertaining and I'm just being funny and joking around, people still take it to heart. And I'm, I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings or I'm not trying to, you know, be crazy. But, you know, the old guy just doesn't really exist anymore in today's world. You know, it's tough. Mm -hmm. It's tough to be a villain on TV without getting some kind of backlash, you know? Were, were you hesitant to go on House of Villains because you have rebranded as like a family man? You got away from that for two years. You had a kid and now they're rebranding you on this show on E as a villain when what, you know, why would you consider yourself a villain? Like, what No, you I don't consider myself so, a reformed villain. Yeah. Um, so when I got cast on the show, um, man, I was so out of place on that show. I was just so happy that someone called me, the network called me like, Jackson, why don't you back on TV? I'm like, okay, cool. I'm doing it. What is this? I'll do it. Um, but you know, uh, where was I going with this? No, I don't consider myself a villain. And I was a fish out of water. I didn't study. I've never been on a show like that, a contestant type show. I'm used to docu-series. So I didn't do my homework. Like my manager, everybody said, do your homework. This is watch big brother, watch the challenge, watch all these shows, how they compete versus each other and do that. I'm not used to that. So I walked in just, you know, my own self and just tried to win. And I didn't build alliances and they all built all these alliances and these backstabbing and all this. And I've worked so hard on myself not to be an asshole anymore. And now they want me to be that person. It was kind of like, but I was just so happy to be back on TV and just to be back like working again that, you know, I did the show, but no, I, I definitely was a fish out of water there. And everyone's like, you're not a villain. You shouldn't be on that compared to some of those people on that show. Um, but I didn't last long as you guys saw. So, uh, but I would have voted myself off too. I mean, I, you know, I'm a pretty competitive guy, athletic. Um, uh, I was there to win. So I get it. I have no hard feelings. It's hard. And when your manager says, watch a show, they really mean it. Like you have to do your yeah. due diligence and watch their shows. And you had Johnny Bananas, who's a pro. That is his game. <laughs> right. He has been doing that for 20 years or however long. I, you know, him and I were, him and I were like this on that show. We were, we were BFFs, man. I, I love that guy. He's a great guy. Him and I are very similar. We're both just guys, guys like to drink beer, watch sports, like women. Just, just, we're just the same. We're Maybe your same next club. bar you open with him, like. Okay. That would be a good idea. Be that would be a Jackson good idea. Him and I are going to do something together. We're trying be, to figure it out because be we're just, we're very, very alike, him and I. We're very similar. Yeah, reality TV is tricky, especially when you get those calls that you've been waiting for and you want the check and you want the money, but you're like, is it worth it? And all right, I have to leave my family and I have to do this. And, you know, like when we've said that they called you to. Well, the House of Villains, I couldn't do because you yeah. were just yeah. 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 Yeah.
she had just, it wasn't even an option. She just had the baby, right. but they wanted me to do it. So I popped on for a night and they just trolled me. I was like, this what, is awesome. And, and <laughs> I, to be honest, like it, it was cool. Everybody was iconic on there, but I, I didn't know anybody on that show. I didn't know anybody. Well, they edited like no one knew who I was. I was like, well, okay, then why'd you have me here? Right. If you're going to play me out like this, but. It is what it is. It is what it is. If there's a show you could, is there any show that you see right now that like that you would actually like to be on, like Traders or any of these? Um, like- that is that is out there. Um, I I would like to see my wife go on that. I think she would do really well on that. Um, I would like to do uh, the the one that Sandoval did, Survivor. One. I think special I would do really forces. special forces. I want to say Survivor. Uh, yeah, I think I would do really good on that. I think I would. I don't know, but. Um, I'm open for anything. You know, like I said, I'm, I'm just, I worked my ass off to get back to where I'm at right now, just to be a better person and, and to be just trying to be a good husband and a good father, just trying to do the right thing. Cause it was hard for me for a long time. I just used to, I used to cut corners. It's just what I used to do. And I was just not a very good person. I was very selfish. I didn't care about anybody's feelings. I just didn't give a shit about anyone or anything. I just cared about myself. And I think that all changed for me when I got married. And then for sure, when I had my son. Uh, just it just like a switch went off because I was always wondering when am I going to change because I always go, I'd be on the right path for so long and then something would happen and knock me right back and you know I always find an out or whatever I never just I just didn't make good choices I didn't and um, I think after just having my son getting married I think I'm finally like on the right path where I can actually live with myself it's it was a hard very very hard for me on that show to just live with who I was as a person but I just thought you know we were getting so many episodes and I'm, we're, we're doing so well and the networks are loving me and they're just, they're loving me and I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm hurting people and I'm getting in fights and I'm going through hell, but you know, I'm getting a paycheck and I'm, you know, just being me. It's a hard balance. It's a hard balance. You know, I, I just didn't want it to stop. I didn't at the time, you know, even though my mental health was Jesus, just crap. And I mean, there was just times where I'd lock myself in a room and be like, I don't know who I am. I'd cry. It was just, it was, it was rough. It was rough. That's the crazy thing about reality TV. And as we were leaving our interview with the situation, I was saying to Heidi in the car, I was like, all the times that he, you know, was the most unhinged made for, you know, now he's a great star, but it right. made for this incredible magical That's... TV show. So it's like all your bad choices helped make the success for this franchise. that was almost just won an Emmy that was robbed if you ask Alex Baskin for an Emmy. <laughs> You know, like, so it's like this balance of bad choices make for great TV. Yeah, they do. And they do for the world to see. Yeah, exactly. You don't know what's going on behind these people's, behind closed doors. You don't know the, and I'm not saying nobody put a gun to my head. I I was, I was so happy and I was so grateful and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to do it again. I just, (laughs) I'm going to be very smart (laughs) how I do my, make my choices. I'm just going to be very smart because it's tiring after so many seasons of people doing the same exact thing, people still cheating, people still doing this. I'm like, it gets tiring after a while. You got to see growth at some point, you know, because I mean, especially myself. I'm 44 years old. I have a son. Just the idea of going to a bar and this, like, no, I'm in bed by nine o'clock. Like, I'm with my kid. I just don't have any interest in that anymore. But if there is a world where you can see kind of the reform might me, which that's what I think needs to be out there because there was a two year gap where I, I haven't been around and people are like, what's Jackson Brittany up to? What are they doing? I still have a, a large following. So I'm hoping that something can come out of this. How do you balance that if you would go down that route again with Brittany? Like, are you guys on the same page? Do you talk ahead of time? Are you just really watching, not staying out late and like traps that would come? And how do you guys balance that? Well, I have no interest in it, as far as the whole like other women or that would never, that's even if Brittany wasn't around, I have zero interest in women anymore. I don't want to get any part of that. Um, Why well, is it? Because they make babies. And, what? Know. No, I just, I just, I, I've done so many 
terrible things in my life, so many. And like, I just have a great wife and I have a great thing going on. And I just would never, ever, ever put myself in a situation where I would disrupt that ever, ever. Um, I just couldn't do it. I've worked too hard on myself and I've worked too hard. And she, and she's has so much patience with me, mm-hmm. you know, taking that piece of shit person that I was and transforming me into what I am today. I mean, it takes a lot of patience. There was a lot, many girls have tried, many have failed. And, um, so I just don't ever want to go back down that road again. And if it costs me a show or two, then so be it. But I feel, at least I can go to bed at night. I can sleep, you know, and at least my son can look up and say, okay, I have a good dad. You yeah. know, he works his ass off and yeah, he's not taking the easy way out. And he's not doing this. So, I mean, yeah. And she seems like such a light, you know, every she time is, I've seen her on the person. screen, I'm like, you would be best friends with Brittany. Like she seems so sweet and fun and she always from finds a great the, place. She always finds the, uh, the positives and things. And she, um, it's, it takes a lot for her to get upset. Um, yeah, she's just a good person. I don't understand what she saw in me. I don't, because like I said, when we met, it was, uh, I was on a, I was on a treacherous path for sure. When we met for sure. Yeah. We met in Vegas. So I was, yeah. You, you met on the show though, right? We were not filming at the time. I don't think, but we were, I was with the cast in Vegas and I was actually on a date with another girl. This goes to show you what scumbag I was. I was, uh, in a, we went in a hotel. I was there with Sheena's friend was performing in a band. And I go, listen, I'm going to go a day early. Uh, I have a date with this girl. I'm going to meet whatever. I'm going to take her out to dinner. And um, we were at dinner. I was literally with this girl. And I saw Brittany walk by. And I'm like, ooh, I, I like that. So I waited till, <laughs> I waited till the, my date went to the bathroom, got her phone number, and the rest is history. Wow. Best choice you ever made. Best choice I ever made. It Our, seems like see. Brittany never got caught up in the like TV fame energy. She just kind of like, that's just not her thing. And it just happened to be part of it. But like, even with the level of fame that she has and had with it, like she never, she no. definitely didn't change. No, she didn't change. And she doesn't like to be any part of it. Like it, it, drama just is not her thing. She just wants everyone to be happy and everyone to love each other. And like, I mean, she really is just a, a ray of light and it never, it, it never, I, if anything, I brought her down. If anything, in the beginning, it was me, all my antics and stuff like that. And the fact that she was with me, it, it took a toll on her because she was with me and she was dating me. So she would see the comments or this and that it would take a toll on her too, because she's like, I'm dating this guy. I'm getting so much heat for being with you. There was times where, you know, people would just come after her for being with me and it just, it sucked. It sucked, you know? And I just felt bad that I put her through such shitty times, you know? And like I said, the, the only thing I can do is, you know, we got married and I can just move forward and be a better person from here on out. But yeah, in the beginning, it was really, really tough. I don't think she knew what she was getting into, to be honest, because she never watched the show when we met. Her mother watched it, but she never watched it. She never got into reality TV. So, um, and people always give her shit about that. They always say, oh, she knew what she was getting into. Mm-hmm. That She did this, you know, because she wanted to be on TV. No, she doesn't want any of this. Yeah, you, you can tell. It's she's like, not, it's she's not, not her thing thirsty. at all. Yeah, she like, could have stepped up yeah. and been, yeah. you know, yeah, she could have done whatever she, she wanted. Yeah. There was a yeah. lot of opportunity to... Yeah. Did you, so you you were doing the modeling, acting. Initially, had like, you grew up always like, I'm going to be famous. Like, is that some you energy know, you had? Like, I want to be in front of cameras. And then, you know, like, was that something in your personality? Or it was just like, oh, this is easy money. Like, how did you end up in L.A.? trying to be famous versus starting as a firefighter. Well, that, that that's what he had. So after I graduated high school, I, I went to college for a while and I just would stare. I would just stare out in the sky. I'm like, what am I doing here? And I would just stare. I wouldn't, and I was, it was just, 
I was wasting my dad's money. I really was. I'm like, dad, I, I just, college is just not for me. I was the only one in my family that really didn't finish college. And it was, I just, I just wasn't in my thing. I'm just, I can't do this. I'm a dad. I can't, I need to. So I packed up the car and I just drove and I ended up driving to, uh, I drove to Miami and, um, that's kind of where I started and that's where I met everybody. So I started doing the modeling thing. I'm like, okay, I can do this. Um, it was fun. You know, <laughs> I got into a lot of trouble in Miami too, but it was a, a good time. And then, and then I, after Miami, I, I moved to, um, where did I go after Miami? I went to Chicago for a while. Then I moved to Europe for a little bit, went to Australia. And then I was building up my portfolio because in those days, modeling was a little different. There was portfolios. There was no social media. When I was doing the modeling, there was no social media. There was none of that stuff. It was just your book. And you build up your book by going to Germany, Italy, you know, um, Australia. Then you go to New York because that's where the Mecca of all that is. So you build up your portfolio. Then you go to New York. And I did okay there, but I was kind of a stockier guy. And they like guys that look kind of look like girls there, real thin and just pale and androgynous. And it just really wasn't my thing. And I was trying to, and I'm like, I can't do this. So they're like, listen, you need to go to California. Your look would be good there. You can do the athletic stuff. You can be a little muscular. So I was like, okay. So I went home. I went back to uh, Michigan for a little bit, kind of gathered my, my things and just kind of regrouped a little bit and packed up my car and drove out to California. And that was in 2005. And, um, yeah, I just said, okay, I'm going to give it a go out here because I didn't know what else I was going to do. I mean, I was either going to do this or I was going to go back home and get in construction or be a firefighter because I wasn't going back to college. It just wasn't for me. I'm just not a pencil pusher. I'm a worker. So um, that's, yeah, that was my choices. So I was like, I'm, I better make it out here. Or I'm going to have to go back home. My tail between my legs. What do you think about the evolution of reality TV from then until now and with influencers and TikTok? And I got it at the right time. I think you guys can agree too. I think we were in at the right time. I think, um, I mean, today's world is just because of everything that's changed within the last five years. It's just, it's a tough industry to be in. And I think people are in it for the wrong reasons now. I think people go on to these TV shows now to be social media famous. I don't think they do it for any other reason than that anymore. I, I, it's sad, but that's my opinion. I just don't think like for instance, like 90 day fiance, it used to be when I used to watch, I used to love that show. And my wife and I watched it all the time. And I think at the beginning stages and when we first started, yeah, these people were trying to like meet people in other countries. Now it's like, okay, they realize they can be social media famous. So now these couples are just doing it just to get on social media. And I think they're just using it to be influencers. That's what I think. I wish I was wrong, but I don't think I am. I think people want to be on reality just to be it's, what nice. I, it's the easy way out. It's an easy ticket. That's what I say about The Bachelor and Heidi's like, no, this person got married and this person got married. And I'm like, there's I mean, always a chance. There's always a chance when someone's going to get married somewhere if they're drinking and having sex. You know, it's like, <laughs> this is like, you know. Yeah. Just, yeah. I, I, um, I mean, what do you guys think? Do you think I, do you agree with me or do you disagree? Yeah. I think it's tricky too with the ratings, you know, it's like TV is just not what it was it's either. Not. So that becomes a tricky thing with streaming and with money and the money isn't the same that it used to be at least, you know, when we like came back, even for the Hills, we're like, well, we'll just take a different check. Cause we're excited to like relaunch and to be back on TV. But it just seems like the whole industry is changing and kind of not falling apart, but just morphing. I just don't think it's as fun as it used to be. Like yeah. I said, I think we were in at a good time. I was, I, you know, I was in at the, the height of it. I think I was. And, um, you know, yeah, the world needs to change. I get there's it definitely needed to change. There was a lot of things in this world that was just crappy and that it just, this hell had to happen. But, you know, I was just used to, so I was used to this way for so long. And then for me to now I gotta, okay, I gotta figure new things out at my age. It's tough to re, you know, rebrand yourself and regroup and try to learn a whole different way. Cause I was brought up a certain way. And, and if even if it wasn't the right way, um, 
I just, I have to regret. Now I have a son. I want to make sure he learns the right way to do things and how to treat people. And I just, I took all that for granted. You know, I was just, like I said, I was not a good human being. And, um, I, I, I needed all this to happen. I needed for me to leave the show. I needed for the world to change. I needed to hit rock bottom. I think I needed it personally for me to realize, okay, feel sorry for yourself for a little bit, but it's time to, you know, get yourself back together. But I think personally, I needed it. I think there was somebody up there that said, listen, he needs to hit rock bottom. I think I needed a piece of humble pie because I was getting really, really cocky at the very end of that. I was not showing up to scenes. Um, I was picking and choosing when I wanted to go to stuff because I just thought, well, the show doesn't exist without me. So that was my mentality. And it was just such a terrible way to think. And it just, I felt bad for, like I said, my wife who was involved in that because she got the, the downfall of that. Now you're early on set, just like bringing yeah, I'm donuts. Just, I'm, just, I'm, just a different, <laughs> I'm just a different person now. Like I said, I really needed, I really needed to, to fall and fall hard. I needed to get punched really hard. Did you go to BravoCon? I did. Did that? Did you feel like God. recharged? My like God, a rock I felt star? like Justin Bieber there. Was that a? Did you feel like dang? Oh I my made God! It? it was. I, I tell you what, like I was a last minute. My wife and I were a last minute invite. And um, so the cast, they brought the cast out to take pictures with each and one of us. I, we had like a two and a half hour wait. Everybody was done in 30 minutes, except for me and Brittany. Wow. Oh, so that. that felt really, really good. I love it. And I, I think just for our confidence and just for my wife to get, get that again and just to feel like, okay, I've been working our ass off to get us back here. I think it felt really, really good. It felt really good. Now, I, I love all the cast no. members stuff too, but yeah. don't. I, I definitely watched and saw how long ours was compared to theirs. And it just, it felt really good that people still loved us as much as they did. I couldn't go anywhere. I had girls chasing me into the bathroom and it was insane. I had to have like four security guards around. I felt like I was like Justin Bieber. I was insane. I go, I haven't been on TV in three years. I was all the following and people that still loved myself and Brittany just felt really, really good. It really, it felt really, really good. I feel like people have always rooted for you guys and that they will continue to. And you know, it's, it's tricky when you work with your spouse, right? Yeah. You guys are together 24 seven and you guys probably don't have a lot of separation with like no. your work and this, that, but also as hard as it can be, it makes your marriage stronger than it ever could be. And it does it fast, right? So like maybe some people are together for 30 years, but they only see each other on weekends and at night because somebody's at work or this or that. So well, that's how we grew up. I mean, that's how right. I do it. I think I always ask my friends or whatever, people that have been married 40 something years, I'm like, how did you do, how, how? I'm like, well, sometimes we're different. You know, my dad was working nine to five. He didn't see us until six o'clock at night and on the weekends. So I mean, you know, things are different now. And that maybe that's why the divorce rate is so high because people are together all the time now. People work from home and people are together more and they're realizing like, okay, I can't handle this person that much. Yeah. You know, um, it's tough. It's tough. Life's hard. Marriage is hard. It, it ain't easy. There's ups and downs. Um, but you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta work at it. It's like anything else. Right. And that's what I've been doing. That's are what I've been doing. You, are you working on it in a memoir? Um, I don't, I think maybe when I'm done with this whole world of, of reality TV, I'll do one. I don't think it's a good time right now. I don't know. I feel like after getting so pumped up for the situation, I feel like you have a very different story about, you know, outlook on life. And I don't know. I don't, well, I, don't I think know. that a couple of the projects that we have working out right now, maybe uh, oh, we'll okay. kind of maybe we'll, we'll we touch on that a little bit. Um, hopefully if they work out. Um, but um, I think one day I would like to do a, a book on all of this one day. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Cause like, I feel like, it must have been this emotional roller coaster, and you got like, oh, the show goes on. I'm not part of it. Did you ever like reach out? I don't know your relationship with Stasi and be like, dang, we got burned here. Like how they, this is our show. Like, did you have? Well, I, I didn't get canceled. Stasi and Kristen got canceled. 
you there's just a got... difference. It, it needed to happen. I was I was okay with it. Like I said, I was okay with it. Um, but uh, as far as Stasi goes, um, uh, we haven't really spoken since her wedding. Um, was there something I, that happened? Well, I didn't go. Oh. I didn't go to the wedding, and um, it was right in the middle of COVID. There's a lot of excuses, but I I um, I handled it wrong, and um, we we there was many reasons why we couldn't go. My my son's passport didn't come in time. It was Italy. It was right in the heart of COVID. We were at the first wedding, um, you know, and I I bailed at the last minute, which was about two weeks to go, and the wedding was in Italy. And I feel I feel awful. I handled it wrong, um, and I I wish that I can get my friendship back with Bone Stasi. I say this all the time. I I made a mistake, and I'm I'm sorry about it. But uh, it's on them. It's on them. I know uh, Brittany's talks to Stasi a little bit, and I, I've run into her times of time. We say hi, but it the friendship's not where it used to be. And it, it sucks. It hurts my feelings because we're, we're parents and we're older now. And you know, that I, I, I made a bad, a, a bad decision. I should have, I should have went. It was just, it was a lot of money at the time, you know, to go to Italy, you know, and you know, we didn't have a nanny. So you're basically taking a, a one-year-old to Italy and like, who's going to watch the baby during this wedding and paying all this money on a super long flight. And I didn't really think of all this. I just said, we were going to go. And I bailed at the last minute. And I, I, like I said, I felt really, really bad. We, we off, we gave them money and just because we so, felt so bad about it. And, um, it was just a bad, a bad decision. It was a bad decision, but I had to think for my family at the same time too. I was going to say, yeah. I think that sounds like a really good, smart family. Yeah. Decision. It was, but I, what I should have done is gave them a little bit more of notice. I should have mm. bailed like a week before, like I did. I just got really, really nervous. I mean, yes, the passport didn't come from my son. And then the option was, well, why don't my wife and my mother-in-law go to represent our family? And then my mother-in-law's best friend's husband died that week. I'm like, it's just not in the cards for us to go. I go, somebody's telling us it's yeah. not to go if it's she, not meant to be it's not i know and I, I just wish that like it it's something so small it's not small but it's something that could be rekindled i feel like i i feel like enough time has passed to where it can like can we just water under the bridge is there anything i can do to fix this so, you know it's also that so point too. tune into that on the show yeah, <laughs> it's like be... do you want to be friends with someone who doesn't want to be friends with you at that point and it's like i just feel like we have such a history stassi and i yeah. and, and bo and i and we we've we've come so far my stassi and i we've gone to where we hated each other to where now we're raising our kids together and it was just like full circle and now i'm you know now I'm, i used to be good friends with her her husband and it just it just hurt me that like the decision that like this is was just destroyed our friendship. And like I said, it, it hurts me every day. I feel so bad because it affects again, affects my wife. My wife doesn't talk because of the decision I made. And, um, you know, we were at the first wedding, uh, you know, so I, I, I don't know. I wish I could take it back. Like I said, I apologize all the time. And, um, like I said, I, I miss my friends. I miss them. It does seem on them though. So it um, seems you, like there may be more. Do you think she thinks you didn't go because like her rep at the time in the like her image wasn't oh, good. Oh no, it had no? nothing to do with that. It was purely a, a you know, right in the middle of COVID, like just leaving with a one year old on a, pl a flight that long. You know, I didn't think it all the way through. What I should have said is, you know what, we couldn't go. But I, when they got married, when they announced they're getting married in Italy, I was like, oh, we're in for sure. And then I, for I thought about it, I'm like, okay, how much is this going to cost? Right in the middle of COVID, and we're, what no if we way. get stuck in Italy? And we have to pay for a hotel. Like this could financially bury me. Like you know, I wasn't working like I am now, so I didn't know what to do. And I just kind of just said we would go and then bail the last minute, which is a terrible thing to do. But I just think, you know, it's been enough time now to where like, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know what else I can do. You know, send her some Jack's merch. I can send her some Jack's merch. Well, I yeah. think that would be good <laughs> olive branch. I'm trying. I have reach out to Bo and I, Where can people buy that hat? Can you, you get out? Uh, it's uh, on my uh, Instagram page. We have all the, all the information at it. or you can just go to the bar. 
Which is a better idea? Yeah. Do you, if you buy the hat, do you get like a beer? Is it kind yeah, of, I'll buy you a beer. You hear that, everyone? Yeah. So. You can come to my bar. I'll buy you a beer if you buy a hat. There or, it is. or a sweatshirt or a hoodie okay. or a beanie or whatever. So what's in the goals for you? What's coming up? Like, what would you like to do? What are, um, you, are you guys going to look into more kids? Are you good with Look one? into more kids. <laughs> I think he knows where to find them. <laughs> um, you know, we got we got a few projects in uh, working on right now. We're really excited about, like I said, um, I've been working my ass off for the last two years to to um, get back to where I want to be. And I think I'm, I'm there right now. I think I can finally say that I'm, I'm at the point I want to be. I'm really excited about the future and what we got going on. Um, you know, back on Vanderpump again. You'll see me back on there. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for what we got. I, I must feel so good right now to have like some, I mean, what well, you can talk about more, but it has, I can't even comprehend how good it must feel to have your own thing that's going to be just as big, has so much potential. It's pretty unbelievable. I hope so. I hope so the pro- these projects work out. I really, I really do. Like I said, we've, uh, we've worked, we've worked very hard on, on all these things coming up. So you know, like I said, just just trying to juggle being a husband, being a father, trying to put, you know, food on the table, pay the mortgage, pay the bills, and just trying to live life and live in the moment. I have a, I have a, a real hard time with living in the moment. I always try to keep thinking, what's next? What's next? Yeah. What's next? And, you know, I have such a blessed life. I have, like I said, a beautiful home. I, you know, food on the table. I got a beautiful family. And I'm always constantly, what's next? What's next? I can never be present. And I think that's one of the things that I'm working hard on right now is just living in the moment because life goes by so fast. It goes by so fast. I can't believe I have a two and a half year old and he's in school already. It's just, it baffles. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. Don't start crying, Heidi. Okay. <laughs> it's just crazy. I just, I, I want to learn. I know I say this to Spencer all the time because it, it truly is. We have a six year old, we have a one year old and you know, we're, Almost. They were only saying. Yeah, it's just it's hard just to. Yeah. Don't watch. This is forty. You'll really start crying. That's oh not my a god! Comedy. I watched that movie. <laughs> oh my! Mouth. That is the most depressing movie <laughs> ever. I watched the movies by myself on Christmas uh, Eve to see that. Oh my gosh! Spencer just turned it I off turned the other day. I was like, oh, it's this movie, right? <laughs> Some bullshit. I know. It's just like, oh, but it is, it's t- it's tough. Like just to find time for each other. You know, yeah. when you have kids and. You know, that's kind of what we're juggling with right now is trying to make time, make time for my wife and I, because I, I lost that a little bit along the way of having kids. Like, for, you know, we're just a team trying to make sure, because basically kids are just trying to kill themselves for the first six <laughs> years. Basically, they are. You're putting their fingers in things, running into pool, running here. You're basically just trying to keep them alive. Right. So that takes a toll on you after a while, you know. <laughs> So, and then we're just starting now to like, okay, we got, we finally got a great nanny, uh, you know, and we're finally starting to, okay, we got to put ourselves first because like I said, you can, you can put that on the, on the back burner for a while and that gets scary. You know, you forget, oh my God, I have a wife too. You know, you just think we're just, <laughs> we're just taking care of this child and that's it. You yeah. know, so we need love too. We need, yeah. We you know, and I'm trying to just trying to work on that. It's tough. Life's hard, man. Life is hard. It is. It really is hard. It really it's is. the name of the episode. Yeah. Life is hard. It, yeah. And it's a lot of balance and you want a lot of things and you want to help a lot of people and you have to help yourself at the end of the day too. Yeah. You know? So it's that balance of all that, but it does go by fast and you know, it is just such a blessing. And I feel like children really make it such a touchstone of how fast everything moves and you see them and you're like, I'll never have this day back with them. I'll yeah. never have this moment back. And I try to make a date night for us at least twice a month. Is my main goal. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting the babysitters. I'm getting the nannies because even if we just sit there in silence, at least we're like together and we're calm and we can like refresh or 
whatever it is. Mm-hmm. How does that work for you guys? The day Great. nights, you have good day nights? Yeah, yeah, we, we do. We, we tried one. It was a funny, little funny story. So we haven't been out in a long time. I go, let's just do something fun. Let's go to Hollywood. Let's go to a nightclub. Let's oh get, let's just gosh. do something that we would never do. Like let's go to Warwick or something. Right. So we got all done. We got, we got the nanny. We got all our Hollywood old, our old, you know, decked out and everything. Well, we're going to have dinner first. I planned this whole thing. I got to, we're going to get a table at Warwick. We're going to do all this stuff. We made it to, <laughs> we made it to dinner. And about halfway through dinner, I'm like, do you want to just go home and watch TV? <laughs> Literally, that's what we did. We're like, she's like, yes, I'm so glad you said that. We were both on the same page. We're just like, so we just went home and watched TV. But that's just, we, we tried. We tried. We made it halfway through dinner. And yeah. like, just the thought of going to a nightclub oh. like on this. And I'm just oh, like, that's oh. and then how I'm going to feel the next day. And guess what? Kids don't care if you're hungover. No. They don't give a shit. No. Right. They're going to be jumping on your bed, whether you're hungover or not. So I'm like, is it worth it? 5 a.m. They're going to be up whatever time. And I don't know if yeah. I can handle Hollywood. It's such oh. a changed place now you know these millennials these young kids it's just a different world than when we grew up in this town and it's like i every time i go to hollywood now i live in the valley i've been in there probably i've been in hollywood maybe half a dozen times in the last five years and it's just every time i go there i'm like what is this place it's just so different it's so built up and these tiktokers and these kids it's just it's such a different place it's yeah. such a different place. I'm so glad we grew up in the time that we did. And there was so much I, more freedom. I totally thought you were going to say you're so glad you married to a TikToker. Oh. I, I was like, <laughs> no, you know. there was so much freedom. And like people were there with you because it is fun and you have to keep up with social media and for our jobs and everything like that. But at the same time, it's like, it's nice to just like be with somebody and no phones around, everybody not just filming and doing things because you realize how much stuff is not authentic now. Yeah, People are just doing it for the TikTok. They're just going there for the Instagram. They're just wearing that. It's like, well, who are you without your exactly. social media? Because you're trying so fake hard. Swifties out there. I see I you. mean, and when you go to these, when they're all friends, everybody's on their phone. I go, you're with all your friends. Yeah. Who are you possibly talking to? <laughs> it's the 12 TikTok o'clock is. at night. Like, who are you talking to? Yeah. Who are you doing? Like, yeah. Why? Just put your phone yeah. down and enjoy. You're with all your friends. I know. It's it's tricky. Well, we do need to let you go. Okay. And you have to pick up your son. Yes. So thank you so much for no, coming. thank you guys for having me. Good luck with oh, everything. Wait. We're so happy for so, you. But you can go to Jack's. Where is yeah, it? Where can, where can people go? On my Instagram, oh. at Mr. Jax Taylor. Okay. Uh, yeah, I definitely give away a lot of secrets on there. But yeah, you can find me on there. and Check out my new bar. Jax is in the Valley at Jackson Studio City. Uh, it's off of Ventura and Whitsit, right next to Rocco's. And um, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, what night are you pretty much guaranteed to be there? Do you go oh, like, and every our podcast, Friday? By the way, sorry. Oh, yeah. When we Reality Hits with Jackson Brittany. It's doing very well right now. So, yeah, check that out. Um, I'm there. Well, football season's over. so But I'm still there. Friday, Saturday, Mondays. Yeah. What are you guys going to do without football? <laughs> I know. It's tough. Well, oh my, my team's in. I'm from Detroit, so we're still going. Oh, okay. I'm the Buccaneers next week. start okay. watching baseball. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of Miss Rachel. A lot of Coco Melon. Uh, yeah, a lot of those things. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jack. No problem. Thanks.